0: Welcome back to the Passive Income Nurse Podcast, where as healthcare professionals, we create passive income online. We're trading in our scrubs for yoga pants, we're thinking outside of the box, aka the hospital, and we're figuring out how to make money online. And just in case you were wondering, yes, we are professionals, but we were raised on Tupac, so we making changes. (laughs) Yep, you heard that right. Hey. I'm Brienne Bell, registered nurse, health, wellness, and passive income advocate. Join me on this journey of breaking free from the hospital and taking control of your schedule, to reconnecting with what matters most in life, to surrendering and letting Jesus take the will. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to be inspired to grow outside of the hospital walls and learn all kinds of different ways you can make money online. Hey guys, and welcome back to the show. I'm excited to have Rebecca Del Pozo on today, and we are going to be diving in to something I think is going to be a great passive income opportunity for you to explore, and that is real estate. So Rebecca, I'm going to hand it over to you. If you could just introduce yourself and share with our listeners um, a little bit about your story and kind of where you were and where you are now.
1: Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. So my name is Rebecca Del Pozo and I'm married to Mike and I am mom to three amazing kids, Antonio, Trisha, and Bella. And I am going into my 18th year of real estate. And um, one of the things that I am so passionate about is to, to kind of bang on my drum and tell people that real estate is not like what you see on TV. Like I want HGTV to call me up (laughs) because there's so many other ways within real estate, especially moms, especially people who are not necessarily wanting to do that quote unquote, you know, real estate gig. (laughs) There are these ways behind the scenes to make passive income. And so that is what I'm absolutely passionate about when I'm not singing, I'm selling houses and, um, training agents how to do the same. So. Yeah. Awesome. And, um, I want you to
0: share, cause I know you have an amazing story about how you, um, have overcome so much and have ultimately become a mil- a millionaire real estate mom. So kind of, can you kind of just paint that journey for us to kind of show us like where you were into where you are now?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I, I had always, loved the aspect of business. And, um, my mom always said, Oh, you ask so many questions. You should be a lawyer someday. Right. And, (laughs) um, but you know, if I'm totally honest, I struggled in school and I couldn't figure out why I was never an A student. And so when the conversation of college or university came up, I just avoided it. And, um, ended up in the customer service field, airline industry, and kind of worked myself up the ranks. And And then I was a supervisor, and then I was a manager, and then they were going to give me um, kind of the duty manager, which was like this big promotion. And when they realized I didn't have a degree of any kind, they withdrew the offer, and I was devastated. And so at that point, I had this choice to make. Do I go back to school and get a degree, or could I look at a different option? And so I chose at that point to get into real estate and in getting into real estate, I learned that I was dyslexic and I didn't know it until I was 24 years old. No wonder, like I loved learning. I just didn't, I, it didn't always make sense in that traditional classroom for me. And so real estate just kind of ripped that, that ceiling off of where I felt, so held back and so held down up until that point in my life. And, um, I just learned to embrace the fact that like, this is me, these are, you know, these are my flaws. How can I go? And, Um, start building a business within real estate. And I quickly learned that there were these passive income opportunities behind the scenes that not many people talk about. And that's what ended up uh, bringing about some incredible opportunities to one, get out of debt, because I was in a ridiculous amount of debt and so shameful about that. And once you're out of debt, you can start to dream again, Mm -hmm. right? Like the dark cloud lifts and, um, and it was like, wow, I, I enjoy educating. I enjoy teaching and coaching and helping other people. And so I kind of took that path of training and then one thing led to another and it was real estate investing. And, you know, I think so many times we want something and our brain says how, mm-hmm. and what I've learned is that that's not the question to ask. The question to ask is who? Mm-hmm. Who's doing what I want to do or who has what I want to have and go follow them, go friend them, take them out for lunch, offer them (laughs) to take them out for a cup of coffee. So that's kind of what happened is I, I, I decided, right. I just, I decided I want to leave a legacy for my family and I see this pathway in real estate.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love uh, a few things that you mentioned there. And um, I do want you to dive into when you had mentioned there's so many other things in real estate behind the scenes that as uh, someone from the outside looking in when we're thinking about real estate that we don't necessarily uh, know about. And so can you kind of dive into those options? Because I think as my listeners are listening, they're getting really curious because they are working inside of healthcare and there are so many things that are out of our control inside of the healthcare system. And there are so many things that are super heavy right now. That they're just burnout and they want another option. And so as you're saying, oh, well, you know, there's these things that are behind the scene, I think their interest is peaked. So can mm-hmm. you kind of dive into that a little bit and what that looks like?
1: Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll kind of say there's these different blocks or categories of real estate. The first one is where you are locally, where you live and you buy, you know, help someone buy or sell locally and you, you receive a commission, right? You hold open houses, you write contracts, you do all the things that TV shows. However, the next kind of segment is referral only real estate. So, Write that down. Referral only real estate. You yes. never write contracts. You never do open houses. All you do is refer people. And statistics say that the average person knows six people over the course of the next year that are going to buy, sell or invest in real estate in some shape or form. So let's play this out. So. Um, I live in Seattle, Washington and I go into an appointment and that person says we're selling our house in Seattle and we're moving to Florida. And I go fabulous. Let me connect you with an agent in Florida that's a part of my network. So behind the scenes, I identify that Florida agent. I say, hey, I have an incoming buyer referral and let's say they are pre-approved and they're going to buy a $500,000 house that agent goes and serves them, sells a house to them. And behind the scenes, the average kind of industry averages 25% of the commission earned. So in a $500,000 house, let's say that in that particular circumstance, it's a 3% commission that ends up being a $3,750 referral check that shows up to me just because I was the connecting, referring agent. And so within the industry, agents can refer back and forth. And so there's this referral only aspect where you can keep your day job for right now and just start referring to agents, regardless of what company they're with. Because you've got your real estate license, that little slip of paper gives you the opportunity to refer business to agents all around the world. And so if you, you know, let's do the math on that. If you just averaged 3750 and the average person knows six people, that's $22,500 of referral only income. All you didn't even have to write a contract or hold an open house. So the referral aspect to real estate is one that I don't believe agents I think they forget about it. Honestly, Mm -hmm. they just like, Oh, I'm busy. And I just get focused on selling locally, but there's just this other world of opportunity. If you stop and look at your, your Instagram list or your Facebook friends list or where your friends or family are, like we've got friends that are missionaries in Italy. Mm -hmm. I've referred business to Italy. (laughs) (laughs) So They bought a commercial building for their church. And Mm -hmm. I was a part of that real estate transaction or right. Like it's, it's, it's worldwide. I get excited and then I talk fast. Um, yes,
0: no, I love that. I love that. So to be a referral only, or to be in the referral only real estate, you have to hold your real estate license. And so are real estate licenses state specific
1: or does, or is it across the board? it's state and national. And so that's what gives you that ticket to then refer anywhere. And so like not all states are the same, but I know that in Washington state within our referral only program, you do not have to be a resident of Washington state. So essentially just you, you reach out to me, I hook you up with the course, you pass the exam, you get that slip of paper, and now you can do the referral only aspect of real estate. Now, the other passive income um, opportunity is for the people, the agents. So as we're going along our our merry way and, you know, we're referring people, we're selling, helping people sell real estate. I've had a ton of friends and family reach out to me and say, Hey, I've thought about getting into real estate. And so there's essentially an affiliate referral program that's running behind the scenes. And that's that when someone joins Keller Williams, walks in the door and says, Hey, I'm here because of Rebecca Del Pozo, the ownership, not the agent commission, but the ownership portion of that profit is shared back to the agents who help the company grow. And So for me personally, I've referred a lot of agents to Keller Williams and it's anywhere in the world. Um, So I've got people in North America, Canada, all over the place. And so that's another income stream where on average I'm receiving anywhere from 30 to $40,000 a year the last couple of years. And what's cool about that is profit share is yours. And it is willable to a beneficiary, even after you pass away. So we literally have people who have passed away and have been gone for years and their families are still receiving profit share every single month because they put it into their will or their trust. And so like for me, when we say that, cause I mean, we're, you know, people love the word legacy.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so it's like, if I know that I'm waking up to do something today and it's somehow connected, to my children's children's children, Mm -hmm. like that motivates me. Right. And, and so this gift of profit share, um, has literally made millionaires and some of them don't even practice real estate. They just refer agents and we've got the websites and all the setup already, all the training. So those are kind of the, the other two that really get me fired up. And Mm -hmm. then, and then obviously real estate investing, Um, Mm -hmm. And being, you know, a part of uh, being an owner of a cash-flowing investment property, mm-hmm. um, we own duplexes and uh, fourplexes and single-family. There's just a great opportunity for for again, wake-up money, that passive income. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, I love all three of those that you mentioned because I think, like you said, a lot of people just from the outside looking in. Think of real estate as, you know, someone that is an agent that is showing the houses, writing the contracts and working on the weekends and doing all of these things that maybe not. When we look at it, they may not appeal to us because there is a lot of time investment in that side of real estate. But with these other opportunities that you mentioned, they're all passive. And so you guys, you are listening to this podcast because it is called the Passive Income Nurse. And so you're a nurse and you're exploring other ways that you can create a passive stream of income without having to cost you more time, you're looking for more time freedom, you're not looking to have to work more. And so what better opportunity than these three options inside of real estate. And I know right now, across the board, real estate is booming, like, because of COVID, because people are allowed to work from home, they are moving all over the place. And so what better time than now to step into this industry. Wouldn't Mm -hmm. you agree? I mean, it's, I mean, people are getting 10, 20, $30,000 over asking price for their homes. And I'm just like mind blown over here. I'm going like, what is going on? Like, why is this climate the way it is in real estate? And I had someone explain, they're like, people are moving from everywhere because they're working remote. And so what may have held them in, you know, cold dreary place where, you know, the the income was a lot better. Now they're moving to like I live in South Carolina. They're moving to the coast. They're moving to places where they want to live where the weather is nice and they can enjoy the beaches and be able to do things while working from home. So
1: yeah.
0: I mean, it's crazy to me. It's it's just ludicrous. <laughs>
1: It, it really is. And, you know, I'm, I'm zooming with you right now. Um, and I, I'm not in Seattle and yet I'm running a real estate business, fully remote and mm-hmm. COVID, um, accelerated that in many right. ways. Right. I mean, there because of referrals and because of profit share and because of investments in real estate, I don't physically have to be there all the time. And it's, and most of it is being done on my phone. Most mm-hmm. of it is. Is being done where I'm I'm looking and prospecting on on social media and looking to network and connect with people and so that's just that that aspect of real estate that they don't that I just don't believe that they share that story enough with people
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah I love all of those things and I um My mind's going in a lot of different directions right now because I see the opportunity inside of real estate, especially right now. So if you can explain, I kind of already hit on this because I, with working inside of healthcare and being a nurse, um, can you, from the real estate perspective, can you kind of shed some light on um, why this would be a great passive income opportunity for nurses specifically?
1: Well, I, I tell people that to get into real estate in, in what, in whatever level you want to get involved, it's because you don't want people to be taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. If you are that kind of person who wants to care and nurture others this is an incredible industry for you because outside of being there, you know, when someone gets married or as a nurse, you're there when a baby's born, <laughs> like when you give someone the keys to their home and they have a roof over their head and maybe they come from a family and an upbringing where everybody just rented and they didn't own their own mm-hmm. space. It is a It it is a significant moment in someone's story and you get to witness and attach yourself to that and stay in touch with them. And, and then they're happy. So they can't help but tell their friends. And then all of a sudden you've just got nonstop referrals coming your way. So I definitely see this as an incredible opportunity specifically for nurses, because you are those caring, giving, nurturing personalities that um, it would be a very easy transition Into our industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: I think so too. You know, you don't always. I think being in healthcare, you don't really think that there's many other opportunities outside of healthcare to be able to make an impact and be able to serve others and to make a difference in someone's life, but just as you explained, like being able to hand someone the keys to their first house that they purchased is, is pretty exciting. You know, it's like you, you're a part of their story. And so I think, you know, looking at it, from that lens, from, you know, someone working inside of healthcare can give you a lot of fulfillment, you know, cause I think we're, we're all looking for fulfillment. We're all mm-hmm. looking for purpose and, you know, it can, it doesn't always have to be in like traditional ways where, you know, you're helping save someone's life. It can be in an aspect where you're, you know, you're actually impacting and getting to be a part of someone's story. And so before we jumped on, I, we were kind of chatting about story and how it connects us and like getting to be a part of that and how awesome looking at that story and how that builds the relationship and how that ties into the referral program so nicely, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just like it, it just all naturally flows and it feels good. And you're just showing up to, to help. And then, you know, as you build that relationship, then other people are going to start to say, Hey, I know this really awesome girl. Like she was so helpful. She answered all my questions and I love my house and her name's Rebecca and she lives here. Here's her contact information.
1: Yeah, you got it. And I mean, it's a very seamless thing. You can keep your day job because you're called to that and passionate about caring Mm -hmm. for people. And this can come alongside and just create this other income stream for you. And that's the Mm -hmm. whole point, right? Is Mm -hmm. that you get to pick and choose so that maybe you don't have to work as many hours or don't you know, have to work that shift that doesn't work for your family schedule anymore or whatever those reasons are. And then what happens is, Watch out because then you start Mm -hmm. thinking bigger, you start Mm -hmm. dreaming, you start making things happen and your kids are watching you. And Mm -hmm. so that's what happened for me is, you know, I've, I've got three kids, I adopted my older two and um, birthed my youngest and my oldest, my son Antonio, he's watching Right. He's watching what's happening in, in my world. And on his 23rd birthday, he purchased a triplex as his first property. And there are incredible loan programs. He, he got the three and a half percent down payment. Um, mm-hmm. option to be able to purchase this cash flowing triplex. And it was mm-hmm. like, Oh my gosh, like who wants to go back in time to your 23 year old self and be like, listen, yes. <laughs> this opportunity. Yes. And so, yes. um, and now he's, he just got married and you know, they're, they're on the same plan where they, they want to buy um, a duplex or a triplex every year. So that then when she's, when she's pregnant and wanting to be a stay at home mom, they now have that passive income set up already. Wow. It's like so smart. Like yeah. I wish I would have been that smart. Yes. And I you was, know it's like oh. you
0: look at investing and it's like the compound interest, right? So it's the key is starting when you're young. So what an amazing opportunity for you to have set the example for him, to him, to start investing at such a young age, he will be able to be a millionaire, a self-made millionaire, I mean, and retire and be able to enjoy his life because you set
1: the example for him, you know, and that's so cool. That's it's, Yeah. I mean, it's such a, it's such a gift because if you know, you know, if you know my story, you know that like I had to short sell my house as a real estate agent when the market crashed.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, you know, we almost filed bankruptcy. It was so bad. And then I was like renting a house. And I remember that limiting belief. No, one's going to buy a house from an agent that doesn't even own or own home. Mm -hmm. And it it just wasn't true. I kept selling houses and like all the things that, that come to kind of weigh us down and tell Mm -hmm. us, We can't do these things. And it's like, no, we were overcomers. We can find a way out of this. And so, yes, obviously a very, a very touching moment when he bought his first place because it was like, okay, it was worth it. It was worth doing all that we did to get to this point. So Mm
0: -hmm. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I know you have built this business basically from the ground up, and you have become a millionaire doing it. And so I want you to speak to how number one, this passive income has changed your family, which we've kind of spoken a little bit about your oldest son being able to just follow your example. But I also want you to share like what ultimately do you want to do with your wealth? Because I think you had mentioned in the very beginning, about paying off debt and now that the debt was not hanging over your head it kind of opened up the opportunities for you to be able to see the bigger picture to be able to dream again to be able to do more Um, so I think it would be super inspiring if you just kind of shared with the listeners like what ultimately like do you want to do with your wealth. (laughs)
1: <laughs> absolutely that's mm-hmm. a great question and i i mean the the millionaire real estate moms group and community came about from just a dream and i just started talking about it i just started telling myself like i'm a millionaire real estate mom i wasn't i just started telling myself like i am and if i was how would i be thinking today how would i be moving and doing and going about my my daily tasks today and what would it look like if moms got together and supported each other and encouraged each other and And what I learned was I love teaching. I love teaching Mm -hmm. and training other people. And so when you get out of debt, all of a sudden you become an extravagant giver. Like Mm -hmm. I want to make as much as I possibly can. I want as big of a, as big of a business as God would want want me to have so that when I see a need, I can give, and I don't even have to think twice Mm-hmm. about giving. I want to be an extravagant giver. We've got friends who are missionaries around the world that we want to support and encourage and do that not just with, you know, our support and prayers, but with money. Because that's the thing that holds people back from their callings mm-hmm. is that they've had this desire within them to do something and it's either time or money or they just don't know how. And so Ultimately, my dream is to travel around the world and teach by day and then, you know, sing and minister by, by night, do different retreats and encourage other people and, um, and be able to give, be an extravagant giver is mm-hmm. ultimately, is, is ultimately the goal. Yeah. Yeah, I um
0: I uh, actually at the beginning of this year so in February I started the Dave Ramsey plan. And so I am navigating that journey now to getting out of debt and it's always or I won't say always but over the past probably 5 years it's been in the back of my mind that I've wanted to get out of debt and it's, it's different when you, when you say you want something and you actually work the plan. And so before it was like, Oh, you know, yes, I want to get out of debt. I want to build this passive income business. This is what's going to allow me to get out of debt. But when, until I started the Dave Ramsey plan, I didn't have a plan. Like I was just, I was not budgeting. It would be the end of the month. And I'd be like, where in the world is all of our money gone, borrowing money from my savings account to make up for the monthly expenses. And so now that I've been working this plan, um, and it hasn't been perfect, but I know that I have something that I can fall back on. I know that I have a plan that works because it's worked for millions of other people, right? So if I work the plan, the plan works. And so that's just, it's been a learning experience and I'm still on that journey. And we're, you know, we're making progress. Um, we have one more credit card to pay off out of six, I think. Um, so we're making really good progress and I'm proud of that. And so I really want to be able to be in that place of giving as well, because giving is actually I believe it's a heart change. It's not just about, because I've been in this place too, where it's like, oh, you know, I need to tithe 10% of my money. And so I've been there too, but it didn't change my heart. And so I really want to be in that place of giving from my heart and really being able to give and experience that that heart change that comes with giving. Um, Because it's not just about tithing. It's not just about donating your money to a good cause. It's really about that heart change. And so I ultimately think that That's why God gives us money as a tool to be able to serve and make an impact in other people's lives, because obviously we can't take it with us. You know, we're called to to serve others, to help others.
1: Um, And so, yeah, I love that part of it. Definitely. I mean, I think that's it. What you just said is money is good for the good it can do. Mm -hmm. And when you attach what you're doing day in, day out in your business to that big why, to the big reason behind what it is you want to do, people listening, if I asked you, like if I gave you an extra $50,000 and you had to give it away, who would you want to give it to? What charity or ministry or cause would you want to give this $50,000 to? There are going to be people that, you know, we had 50 people, we'd have 50, different answers because Mm -hmm. of your story. Your story is so powerful. And so if real estate is that vehicle that kind of gets me into that position of being an extravagant giver and Mm -hmm. coming from contribution, yeah, I, I think that's what happened is I chose that I had to remove those limiting beliefs of like the wealthy are this or the rich are that. And it was like, I know what I'm going to do when I have it. So Mm -hmm. I got to get on with this already. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I know um, a lot of listeners are struggling with debt right now, like whether that's I mean, a lot of it's probably student loan debt. And so if you have that, that's been holding you back, being able to navigate and explore these passive income opportunities is just going to help you get that much closer to your goal of getting that student loan paid off and, you know, being able to get to a place to where you're not being held back by your debt.
1: You know, something that you just said reminds me, there is a specific loan program where your student loan debt if you're in the medical field will not count against you and so many times people think that because they have debt they can't buy a house Mm -hmm. and that's just simply not true there's actual plans and programs that they because you're in the medical field it is treated differently so I just wanted to mention that because sometimes people just think like oh I would invest in real estate or I would buy in real estate but I have debt and it's like no no No, it's worth the conversation because Mm -hmm. there are some different ways and workarounds.
0: Yeah, no, I love that you mentioned that because, you know, we always want to think of the excuse why we can't do something, but yeah, when you explore different avenues and and how cool is that, that, you know, because you have kind of dedicated your life to work inside of healthcare and to be able to help others and work on the front lines or whatever that looks like for you as a healthcare professional, that you are incentivized by, you know, not being penalized by the investment that you made in your career. So mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. that's awesome so I know you have a few freebies and I want you to kind of talk about those we we kind of discussed them before we jumped on and um, so if you can kind of share those with my listeners and then I can post the uh, links up in the show notes and then I'll also post your contact information if anybody is interested and of course you guys listening, if you have any questions you can always email me and then I can kind of communicate with um, Rebecca to get your questions answered
1: yeah, absolutely. So because of kind of learning about my dyslexia, I, I realized that I baby step my way to things is what I call it. So mm-hmm. baby step to becoming a millionaire mom, <laughs> baby step to learning to love your calendar, baby steps to goal setting or whatever. So one of my passions is, is definitely the goal setting. And I've just seen such incredible things happen utilizing my prayer board, the vision Mm -hmm. board. Mm -hmm. And so we're hosting a a workshop that's coming up. So you'll be able to find that at rebeccadelpozo.com forward slash classes. And then, um, we've also got the learn to love your calendar, how to utilize a calendar that's time blocked to be able to really, make your, your dreams a reality. And then I think on our website, we've got some different resources, books and things that people can check out every, almost every Monday or Tuesday, I host a free zoom conversation. It's kind of like a Q and a where I'll go deeper into what we talked about, like those four income streams of real estate that kind of got me up and running and a little bit more about our company and why I've been with them for my entire real estate career, you know, going on. 18 years. So all of that can be found at Rebecca del Pozo.com.
0: Okay. Awesome. And I love, you know, when you had mentioned kind of the dream board that you threw in prayer board, because I, I personally have been in that place where, you know, I had this big, nice dream board and it wasn't, it was kind of my goals, right? Like, I think we can all have goals, but we ultimately we have to partner with God to get there. And so that was a piece that I was missing, which was, the whole entire point. So <laughs> I love that it's, you know, it's biblically based and like you're focusing on partnering oh. with God and having that prayer piece in it. Because you guys, if it is on your heart, if you are feeling called to do something different and Maybe that is something different inside of healthcare. Maybe that looks like something totally different. Maybe that looks like just kind of meshing two things together and doing something that has been placed on your heart. Whatever that looks like for you, you have to know that it is there for a purpose. God does not place things on your heart to to have you sit there and make excuses. They've been placed on your heart for a reason and it may take getting uncomfortable and maybe that's where you are right now. Maybe you are comfortable In your job, and not in a sense that you know you're not overwhelmed or burnout, and any of that, but you're comfortable as in like you're not having to change, you're not having to grow, you're not having to do anything necessarily different skill wise, so you stay stuck where you are. And so, in order to grow, you're gonna have to get uncomfortable. And so, what does that uncomfortable look like for you? Does that uncomfortable look like maybe becoming a real estate agent? Does that uncomfortable look like maybe being able to? start a podcast. Like what does that uncomfortable look like for you? You have got to grow in order to step into the purpose that God has planned for you. And so if you stay stagnant and if you stay stuck where you are, you're never going to get to where you want to go. And so I want you to come at this with this mindset of where do I want to be in five years? What do I want my legacy to be? What do I want my kids to learn for me? Rebecca's 23-year-old son bought his first investment property at 23 years old. He is setting his life up for financial peace, for time freedom to be able to do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. And not only is he doing that for himself, he's going to leave the legacy for his kids to be able to do that too. So what is that piece of your story that you have the opportunity to change now? You don't have to stay stuck where you are. You have the freedom of choice. And it takes one decision. And so that's where you started, Rebecca. Like you made a choice. You made a decision. This is not going to be my story. And you put one foot in front of the other and you baby stepped your way to get there.
1: You know, as you're saying that, I'm being reminded I made a choice because I saw someone else do it. I was in a room and this woman got up on stage at this conference and they honored her in that moment because she'd, you know, she'd become a millionaire. And that was the first time in my entire life that I'd ever been in the presence of a millionaire. And it was a female, right? It was a woman. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I remember I had this, just this like (laughs) breakdown where I was like, oh my goodness, this is possible. And I'm in a room of people who could help me do that. And so that's what I want to be for other people is like, okay, if this girl can can come, you know, come out of ashes like that and do this, then okay. It, it is possible for me. And, and what you said is so true. Like our mission is God, family, then business and mm-hmm. it's marketplace ministry. It's no different than what you're doing as a nurse to care for people, right? It's that your <laughs> job is just the excuse God uses to put you yeah. in the path of someone <laughs> else. And for me, that's how I think about real estate, right? It's real estate is just the excuse that God uses to put me into someone's living room or on the phone to have this conversation, to talk about what might be possible for them. And, and those are the things that, you know, those are the things that get me excited. Mm -hmm. And so thank you. I have so appreciated this conversation. Um, You know, it's it's just in, in so much alignment with, with our, our heart and, and what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for your time today, Rebecca. I, I feel the same. I, you know, there's, there's certain conversations that just, you know, when you, when you talk and collaborate, it just, it feels good and it just feels in alignment. And this was just one of those conversations. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. real quick before you go if you enjoyed today's show make sure you go over to apple itunes and hit subscribe this way you'll get notified when all of the new episodes air and if you've been listening to the show and you know some other friends or co-workers that may enjoy it or you just want to say thank you be sure to take a screenshot and share it over on the gram post it up in your stories and tag me at brianne it's b-r-i-a-n-n-e underscore bell b-e-l-l Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm so grateful for you guys. Until next time. If you like my mom's podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a review.